Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. Welcome back. It's good to be back with you this evening. Yeah, it's been two weeks. Yeah, it's been two weeks, but it felt longer. Yeah, it did feel longer. <laughs> <laughs> the number of Loki episodes we have not talked about is staggering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Between that, it just seems like, you know, I, I didn't put a news rundown because I figured I tried to post on our socials while we were off uh, some of the more uh, earth shattering or, or more, you know, noteworthy things. You know, we had the second you know, Shang-Chi trailer and Snake Eyes trailer and um, various other other iterate, other news items. But I uh, figured as we, we, you know, like, as you noted, we've got like three up. Three episodes of Loki to get through, and you know, also just a quick recap of the CW verse. So, yeah. yeah, what whatever needed to be said about those things have already been said. So I don't think we need to take up time on them. <laughs> we'll just repeat things that have already been said about Loki. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, I so it's it's been funny because even though we were on hiatus, we still ha- of course had to keep up with our show shows. And by keep up with our shows, I mean, um, have I, am I caught up on The Flash? No. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Actually, I, so when I was on vacation, I, I just skipped that episode. I saw, I saw a trailer for it online or, you know, they always have their little uh, snappy on the, their Twitter page and stuff. And I was just like, oh, I can skip that one. And really even last week, uh, I even made a note on our rundown. I was like, uh, I guess Eric Wallace called the those uh, episodes after Cisco left the uh, interlude before the the I guess the final graphic novel, and I was like, just ignore the interlude episodes. They really don't add anything to. Right. <laughs> I was just, yeah. I uh, yeah, I was frustrated by yeah. No, I was just gonna say I didn't intentionally skip any episodes. I just one. I I told myself, oh. When I'm on vacation, I'll just get caught up and double double dip the following week. And then yesterday, I kid you not, Will, I went to actually try to watch the most recent episode. And iTunes, for whatever reason, didn't have it loaded. And I was like, hmm. okay. okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was, I, you know, it, 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 it was a good episode. It, it uh, set up a lot of things for the finale. Uh, it was good to see barry actually back in the lab even though he was it spoiler alert if you haven't watched it yet he was in the lab because he was uh, i think trying to see if uh iris was pregnant and and you know i was just like well you know you could have just gone to the cvs around the corner <laughs> right but yeah. you know of course they had to like you know they uh had to have a very dramatic situation where the all the Cecile stopped by the apartment because they were burying it. They were supposed to have lunch, and um, he was like, "Oh, I forgot." And of course, she, was, you know, she said she's an empath. She could feel like you know he was up to something. And but the the real notable things in this week's episode, we 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 get uh, the introduction of all the Godspeeds, and all the clone Godspeeds were were back, and of course they are uh, hunting down. Barry once again. Uh, we also get a, a brief moment where Barry has a dream about children, and Nora is in, in the dream, and so that was a nice moment to see her back. Actually, you know, I I, I do actually, you know, when, when it 
Nora's character was first introduced. I, I really did like uh, the character and, and Jessica Parker Kennedy's uh, portrayal of her. And hopefully with this new iteration that we'll see in, in the remaining three episodes, um, we'll, uh, you know, we'll, uh, you know, it'll be obviously a different characterization of that character. Um, but, um, you know, basically it's just setting up the, the big Godspeed war. So I don't know if they're trying to do their version of Flash Wars. It's been one of the recent things in the comics. And uh, instead of Barry and Wally, it'll just be the Godspeed, the, you know, maybe a true Godspeed final. But it was it was an OK episode. I actually this week I actually thought it was it was good. I, I didn't I didn't leave it being all pissed off like I wasted 45 minutes watching this thing. Yeah, that's why I tried to watch it yesterday. It just yeah. wasn't my fate. Yeah. Watching and I'll um, definitely try to check out the Flash season finale next week. Um, right. Yeah, they got uh, three more episodes. Damn it! Yeah, yeah, three more, three we're more. We're, we're, so yeah, they finished. Either you told me it was on the rundown or it was on Twitter somewhere telling me it was a season finale, but I, yeah. I've also been like scratching my head, like when is Jordan Fisher going to show up as Bart and really piss off Will? And I'm just waiting for that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three um, more, three more, but, three more. Yeah. Um. So three more episodes of The Flash that'll carry us over until um, one of our more loved um, shows returns because it's going on another impromptu hiatus. But even though Superman and Lois keep doing this to us, Will, I do have to say they are choosing the right episodes. Mm-hmm. Before hiatus, yeah. because this last episode really felt, and I had to, I, I feel like I triple checked. Is this the season finale? Because <laughs> <laughs> no. A, that's a really short season, and B, yeah. this feels really climactic. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. John Campia, I was actually watching this show. He had that same kind of reaction with uh, the episode prior to last week's. Uh, they thought because they, 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 but you're right. They really do do a good job of when they do have to take their production breaks because of you know obviously this 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 show really should be on hbo max uh and that's part of the reason why they have to take these long these long extended breaks to, to catch up with all the post-production effects mm-hmm. and whatnot um yeah you know john henry irons he was right he he was but in in arguably some of the best ways like mm-hmm. i I really appreciate and I've appreciated this the entire season how they've they've really balanced multiple villains. Mm-hmm. And even though John Henry Irons Irons isn't isn't necessarily a villain anymore, um, but he still started off that way and they were easy they easily were able to refocus the villain on edge mm-hmm. and then move Henry Irons up and then edge again. And, and it's kind of, and it's all connected. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense. It, it's not just like, yeah, the Henry Irons storyline, that's going to be resolved in season two. No, they're like, no, we've planted the seed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just have a little bit more work to do mm-hmm. that we've already been working on. You just don't realize it. And so this is all going to come full circle and make a whole lot of sense and be very connective. And, and I have to say, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, again, both Will and I are, have had a two week hiatus. So I'm still trying to remember what 
we last saw mm-hmm. and what we missed discussing. But I have to say that episode where um, I think it was the week before last mm-hmm. um, about Kal-El's mom oh, and yeah. her yeah. connection to Edge. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked that twist um, yeah. because as you brought up before, there was that whole Krypton um, story arc about um, Kal-El and um, no, 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 the, the, the brothers. Oh yeah. 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 But, but now they twisted it and refocused on the mom, which makes Mm -hmm. sense because every mom's name is Martha. Um, But I also liked how much Lana had to do in that episode. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. I I really liked the way they, they utilized Lana in that episode. Uh, and, and, and really, and also in Lana's husband, as far as his, you know, the whole, that, that, that episode was so great because they, they really dove deep into the Kryptonian, um, mythos there. And, and, you know, of course with Jarrell, it, it, you know, explained it to Kal-El, the, um, you know, the situation with, you know, with, I guess with what, whatever, I can't remember what Edge calls the, these, I guess, Kryptonian um, that people that get converted. I guess the humans in Smallville get converted to, you know, with Kryptonian abilities and whatnot. But the, uh, yeah, using Lana as a vessel for, for as Clark's mother, Kryptonian mother, was, I just really, really liked that. And I was wondering where they're going to go with it if she was going to, you know, also side with Edge on this. But it was very inventive of them to, you know, basically use her since to to base you know create the machine that would get the Kryptonian beings out of the small of the residence and then um, and then of course just the end of that episode like you said it you know set up you know that could have easily been a a season finale ending there and then of course we get to this past week's episode where you know, where uh, you know, Jor El uh, the, the the fortress of solitude was destroyed by. Edge when and and I love the way they told Lois and Clark's origin as far as yeah. how they became a couple. I thought that was because whenever I started watching, I was like, you know, as I was watching, I was like, you know, I'm glad they didn't do this as part of the pilot, and 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 but they 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 used you know, basically used Clark's memories and you know and, and Edge used those memories to figure out who he was. And and then use that to his ends to uh, basically turn Clark by once he found out he had a family and it really got into the you know the whole when I was watching it the whole thing about why superheroes have secret identities why many of them don't have families and stuff because this is the very thing that could happen and uh, and and so uh, it, you know like uh, like you were saying how Irons was proven correct the way that this came, came about. Um, really was uh you know I, I thought they i was like damn what what are y'all gonna do next this first season i mean what are y'all gonna do for the remainder of the series they're like pulling out all the stuff all the stops so far in this first season and it's been very enjoyable yeah i had a different reaction because i will be honest i as soon as i saw that they were retelling for some reason the origin story of mm. lois and clark i i i started like paying attention to other things and dozing mm-hmm. off. And it wasn't until the twist where I'm like, Oh, now I understand the episode. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and it's yeah. not, and, and it wasn't that it was bland because 
th those scenes were cool and and they reinform those characters and who mm -hmm. we know them to be and their values and everything mm -hmm. um i just for for whatever reason it was really hard for me to go off of the, such a high from the previous week into yeah. this episode which was pretty much for a good 75% of it flashbacks yeah but yeah. but then to have that twist and to realize why they were doing it and it was all a ploy to get at that and and I don't think it was necessarily even that that idea that he has a family that he's protecting but that the the single like um, kryptonite can certainly defeat Superman. But what would really take down Superman is everyone knowing his Earth identity, like Clark. Yeah. Everyone uh, yeah. knowing he's also Clark, who's yeah. who's the husband of Lois Lane and who has mm -hmm. two children, and and what that means for them, especially since Jordan has powers as well. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, I I really like that because and we've talked about this before. I mean, Lois and Clark is really a like that whole idea of secret identity um is so deep into that dynamic and that flirtation and everything and um and everyone talked used to talk about well, did she fall in love with Clark or did she fall in love with Superman? Mm -hmm. And and I think they even hinted at that this yeah. episode. They did. They did it. Really cool and sweet. I, yeah, yeah. I, I liked. I, I'm glad you brought that up. They, I, I'm, they did make it very clear. I think with that interview that uh, yeah, she she was like I'm a when she was talking with her producer, she's like I'm in love with Clark. Because yeah. yeah, you know they answered that question. I think definitively, definitively in the in this episode, who she fell in love with. Yeah, and and it it all it it just all like it was a very good twist. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing right in this um, season, and and we've talked about that in terms of Batwoman too. Mm -hmm. Is that these writers are able to take this story that we've we've seen a thousand times mm -hmm. and put a new spin on it, yeah. and so that it feels familiar yet so it's not jarring mm -hmm. but it also feels different so it so it feels refreshing yeah yeah and and and, and that, i guess that was my point about why i felt that with the with the flashback scenes I I, I I i totally agree with your point but also think that you know it was it was a good change of pace and you know and as i was watching it i was like you oh, know this is a good fresh take on on an origin story that we've we've known so much about for seventy you know seventy plus years or whatever. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, moving on to Batwoman, which will correct me if I'm wrong. This was legitimately this, this was this was now. this yes. They are done until October. I think their return is October or November of this year. Yeah. Dear Lord, the quick turnaround. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So. This this episode's finale, pretty good. It it mm -hmm. it brought it it um closed a lot of loose ends, um and and really, I really appreciate how for the last few weeks we've been scratching our heads like, why did they do this thing with Kate? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why why did they kind of reinsert this? What the heck are they doing with Alice? 
But it all made sense in this episode. Mm-hmm. And um and I and I and I real I, I really like how they uh, they made it made sure that there was a way that by the end of the season it Ryan is really like she's not standing in anyone's place. She's nope. actually Batwoman and that's her her crusade now um and no one else's. Yeah. And 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 I so so I, I looking back I I have a lot less questions about some of the decisions on mm-hmm. how how these stories how they worked see, crafted season 2. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I when I think about this season as a whole, um it and all the twists and turns and like as you said, you know, how how they utilize Alice, how they inter- brought Kate back um even though uh, it, it, you know how they dealt with the, the Kane story with with uh, the crows and everything. You're right. It th- this finale for me was was I, I was very satisfied when I when I when I watched it. It, it. Was it the best thing ever? No, but I think we you know it. it, it I liked, for example, one of the things that stood out to me was Ryan pinning the goodbye letter to Gotham as Batwoman. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, and Black Mask was hopeful that, uh, you know, his plan would, uh, you know, basically turn everybody against Batwoman and, you know, he would stand, you know, stand up his own little corrupt empire there so he could become mayor as, you know, as uh, Saronis and that kind of thing. And, and and you know when I whenever he was reading when when Black Mask was reading Kate's diary journals that uh, Kate brought back to him, you know I I was I was really thinking like you know there's no there's no way now that Kate can go back to being Batwoman, um, it, it, because you know, because one Black Mask knows everything about her. Uh, you know, I think the criminal underworld will also figure out who she is. Uh, and so, and, and, but also I think hearing Ryan's letter really showed, it, it, it showed her growth. And then, you know, and it gets a nice little bookend at the end of the episode where she's in front of her, um, probation board and really, you know, talk about how she has become empowered and, and, you know, and especially something that Sophie told her in the episode too, it's like, you know, Batwoman is more than just a cape and a cowl. It's the person inside the suit. And, and that person is, is you, Ryan. And, and so, you know, I thought that was a good way to structure it at the beginning of the episode, the middle and the end, as far as show, you know, really was a good parallel to, the, the chart, the path that we were charted throughout the second season uh, with Ryan's journey and, and becoming Batwoman for Gotham. Yeah, yeah, and and I also I like how they um, to go back to Kate for a moment and Alice, how we kind of did get a resolution to the whole sister dynamic, mm-hmm. and um, I I also like. 
the nod to Bruce at the very end Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and how Kate is going to go find Bruce. Yeah. Because she, because she, she, that's her redemption for giving up on Alice and Alice has proven time and time again that she, she's not worthy of saving at this point because she's not Beth. She's never wanting to be Beth. So, and, and they, they, they also reignited or re-sparked that whole animosity between Ryan and, um, and Alice because that they're now going to be arch nemesis and, Mm -hmm. and it'll be interesting how the writers craft that just because Alice is that character who's been in, in this show since day one who's been the bad guy since day one, but also an ally. And so really don't, don't turn her into a Wells and don't turn her into, yeah. a Wells. please don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please. No, more, no more ocean love affairs. Okay. Alice does not need a boy toy. Okay? Yeah. I think that, I think that ship is, uh, that, that those ashes are, are, are gone. So I think ocean, they had their last little moment and, um, uh, Sophia, I think that, 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 that storyline is, is closed. And, um, you, you're right though. I, I, the, the way they ended that is just like, is, is, is Alice fucking with, with Brian, with this thing about her real mother or, and, you know, and, and, and to what end, I mean, that was, that was a sweet way to, to end the, uh, the, the season and, 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 and to remind us that, you know, to your point, Alice is not. At the end of the day, she she's not a redemption story. I uh, wonder if Alice knows who's Mary's birth father is. Mm. That is the birth parent that I've been wanting to see, <laughs> and maybe we will see. And it, yeah, you know the commander's not returning anytime soon, or Jacob Kane isn't. Yeah, yeah, so. the Kane. Yeah, Caroline draws this. She's like the Kane story is done for now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Alice, you know, Wallace is not coming back. Um, Delray Scott has also um, done, um, and I guess he'll just—I guess he'll just be in prison for you know the crimes that the crows did. And um, yeah, and then but you know, but we 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 did we did get the emergence of a of another hero this episode um, with yep. Luke and, and Batwing. Yep, I like how it's tied to his father. Mm-hmm. That it's always a nice tie. Yep. Um, I I I also didn't expect them to do Bane. Yeah, yeah. That, that I thought that was clever. That was very clever. Yeah, I, you know, Alice. But with I mean, excuse me, uh, Alice. You know, and will you know obviously be around and using like the Joker's thing on Black Mask. Uh, it was also a really cool tie-in. But uh, but with Kate taking all the things from the from the Bat Archive. Uh, mm-hmm. for like, you know, obviously we get the, uh, we see the vine from Poison Ivy and, um, and, you know, the Penguins, um, Umbrella and a couple other, um, things from Batman's Rogues Gallery. So, you know, so I guess part of season three is going to be Brian's quest to, I guess, recover all those items from Bat, from Gotham's Underworld. Yeah. Yeah. They, there were some nods. I, I I kind of 
So I had that spoiled for me, this whole thing about Poison Ivy, mm. because I was on Twitter and I saw it was trending and I'm like, why is Poison? Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not, not Holly Quinn show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I, so I just, my one hesitancy is I don't, I hope they don't go full Gotham with these mm. characters because Batman, as we know, has a very extensive robes gallery, and they can continue using these lesser known robes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They so I I'm kind of like oh, I, I they, they've never gotten point. Well, I haven't watched Harley Quinn, so I'll I'll, I'll stop there. But still. The, that's a big character, and then you got Penguin on top of that. We yeah. also don't need two of them, right? Um, but yeah. hey, hey, hopefully we've reached the lowest of the low because Sophia was a complete waste this season. Yeah, that was that. <laughs> I that was uh, very under. I, no offense to the actors, I mean she did a great job, but I think the way they they Sophia was very underwhelming as far as uh, 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 Nemesis this season, but. You know, to your point about the uh, the show using Lester, like Enigma, for example. You know, I think uh, you're, you're right. They have done a good job to, uh, of using people tied to the to the big name, you know, Riddlers mm-hmm. and the Banes and stuff. Like, you know, for example, that you know, using that that was a great utilization of Bane. I thought uh, you know, this yeah. this episode. Uh, to create, uh, you know, to, to convert Taranoff um, to, uh, you know, to Batwing's enemy. So, um, you know, so I think, I hope they continue to do that because you're right. They are, there's so many like B and C villains that, um, who are tied to the to the A, A-lister ones that they can use in this show and, and, and not get us all, all tangled up in the multiverse on the DC side again. Yeah, absolutely. But all right. Well, that's a wrap for Batwoman and we'll meet all of the mommies next this fall. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, moving on from all of the rogues to all of the Lokis. Yeah. <sighs> I don't even know. We've what? One, two, three episodes of Loki. Well, I think maybe we just start with the most recent one and just build from it and just intertwine the the, the, the previous two into it. Okay. okay. Or, or we're producing a show on the fly, y'all. <laughs> Watch so out. So <laughs> fell in love with himself. Yeah. A version of himself. Yeah. A ver- a Another him... Because Loki can only do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the last episode, and, and I'm going to already start tying it into the previous one, because yeah. the, the third episode is arguably really controversial. It especially is. without having watched the fourth episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really didn't care for last week's episode. Everyone has pointed out all of the flaws. Um, and I take issue with people now that the fourth episode is out saying, well, last week wasn't a filler. Right. It, it was and it wasn't because really what Disney should have done is it was clearly part one of two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was an episode that I think 
would have not come off as much of a filler episode had there been other like a B storyline just mm-hmm. focusing on on Loki and Sylvie in in that um I love Lamentis Lamentis yeah, the mental one. Just, yeah. There was something about it that felt so much like a weird detour, mm-hmm. and and I get like there were a few character moments, and of course you have the nexus moment at the end, which, but well, no, you don't have that at the end because yeah, the apocalyptic moment. Yeah, see, time yeah. does funny. Time works differently when we're talking about Loki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but most importantly, the biggest grievance is. Any episode of Loki without Owen Wilson is a filler episode. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I completely. And I know, you know, we actually, yeah. I mean, whenever last week we both like, te- you know, we DM'd each other. We were talking about it. And and I, and I rewatched it over the weekend to see it after a second watch. And after hearing, listening to a bunch of other podcasts and people talking about it, would it change my viewing of it? And will I still feel... Um, I don't, well, I still feel like, you know, how I did when I, when I first messaged you about it, that this kind of left me, just kind of left me cold. Mm-hmm. I think is what, what I told you. And it still did. Um, yeah. and you know, I, I don't want to spend, you know, valuable you know, time, you know, going over relitigating that whole thing is people have, you know, done that ad nauseum elsewhere. Um, but, yeah, but the other, you know, I did think though that when, when we see the season as a whole, um, and, and as we move forward, and I think I may have mess- messaged this to you too. It's like, well, we'll see what kind of payoff we get with episode four. Maybe, I, maybe I was talking to someone else about it, but, um, and yeah, so you're you're right. I mean, it really, you know, it, it was almost better have been served as a part one of two, and they just dropped them both the same week, um, but. Um, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Obviously, the other big thing, which you know, when, I, when you think about Loki falling in love with himself, uh, and then of course the 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 other big reveal last week with him being bisexual, it's a it's a very. I was just like, okay, he just okay. We get that. Furthers that that reveal from last week when we see him falling for Sophie, even though Sophie's in basically another Loki of 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 herself. Uh, you know, and it, blow, and it blew up everyone who was just so convinced that she was Enchantress, which I, I love it when that happens. <laughs> uh, so that was another that was another thing that kind of bothered me with some of the some of the dialogue that was going on out there. I was just like, you know, and I mentioned this episode one, y'all, you know what happened to you with Mephisto? Don't don't go down that path again. And people did it anyway. Yeah, I kept getting distracted because. Um, that that image in the first trailer mm-hmm. where everyone was freeze framing and said, did he go and see Black Widow? <laughs> 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 Is, are they going to time jump to that? That's so. And then I was watching the episode. And I'm like, oh, I see where they pull that scene from. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK, <laughs> but <laughs> but I mean, even despite all of that, and, and I completely agree that it's interesting, the things that we hang on to and when the Raiders go a different um, way are, are kind of like how we revolt against that. Um, even though it's not our story, 
Um, episode four made up for everything. It did. Um, it did. Yeah. From the very beginning, because I just this is what I needed at the beginning of episode three. I needed to see Sylvie go step by step through the same process that we saw Loki go through in the very first episode, because that's still an iconic scene for me, that his mm -hmm. whole introduction to the TVA. But yeah. then to have it through, have it shown through Sylvie's perspective initially, I like how they took us back. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I in all of my notes I refer to this character as a judge because I don't think I've ever really heard her name. Um, but the judge character from TVA. Oh, Ravona. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I I liked the in right away you see that she's the one who captured Sylvie, and so mm -hmm. you're already starting to put together the dots mm -hmm. that. It's not just the timekeepers who are a bit mixed up. It's it's also her, um, who I I'm gonna already throw my wild theory. Yeah. What if that character is a variant of Kang? I think you're 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 on the, you're on a good path there because, and and that would be uh, the the MCU twist on the source material because uh, Ravona in the comics is uh is a romantic part partner sometimes with kang and so um yeah so they've been they've been involved and she's done some other things with you know since kang is you know is time traveling um villain anyway it, it, yeah there, there's there's definitely ties there so uh i don't think you're off base at all with that one yeah i just I think that um, a she's clearly wedded to um, Morbius, so let's just mm. move that aside. Mm -hmm. um, and but um, I'm glad you agree with my crazy theory. That's probably yeah. not going to happen. But, <laughs> <laughs> but well, again, they'll do their MCU thing to it. I mean, but I think you know, I don't think obviously, I don't think Kang is going to show up in this. You right. know, Doctor Strange didn't show up in One Division, even though we all thought he was going to. Right. Uh, you know. Steve didn't show up in Falcon, but I think the elements of the character, uh, uh, you know, clearly Kang's influences are all there. I mean, with the, with the fake timekeepers, you know, being discovered that they're actually androids, um, you know, who knows? Maybe Miss maybe Miss Minutes is the one who's actually Kang. <laughs> and is, I I also just like this idea. They were all variants. Mm -hmm. I love that from yeah. Uh, whenever we got that reveal, and I guess that was the third episode, and then and then you know, and carrying forward with uh, Loki and Mobius having the conversation, and you know, the one time Loki is trying to is telling the truth, and Mobius is like, no, but you know, but then I go back to the second episode when they were having their uh, their um, time together in the in the room there. And it really does, you know, when you, you, know, when you, you, you look at the scenes in episode four and you play it back with the, the two, you know, that buddy cop bond. I mean, even at the beginning of this, of this of the series, but really got deepened in that second episode. And especially when he gave they went out into the field. Yeah. Uh, and, and so the, um, you know, so look, so that that relationship, that banter, um when we get to episode four and Mobius is like teasing him with yep. it. And 
And, you know, and even to the point where, you know, he, he knows that, um, you know, he, you know, he, he knows that Loki's the ultimate narcissist. So he's going to use that against them and like, you know, instead of, you know, pretend to prune him, but, you know, sends him to the little time cell and have fun with him there with the whole Siri, with the Civ. That's um, another thing yeah. that was such a clever thing to do is to have be and I th- and I think it was clever because everyone is like, oh look, there's Siv, that's cool, and and we're just like Loki. It's like that's it. Oh, yeah. it happens again. Yeah. Again, again. and again <laughs> and again, and and it. I mean, geez. I, are people like paying attention to this this show and torture? Because that would be an interesting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> relive. And it's not even a big moment. I mean, no. if you really want to torture Loki, <laughs> put him, make him relive the death of his mom. I know right. this Loki that hasn't technically happened yet. Blah blah blah. But still, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a really small moment in time. Also, why the heck didn't they choose the moment? When he turned himself into a snake to scare Thor. I need to see that. I need to see that. I need to see that too. I really, yeah, they need to do that. That would be, that would, that, that would be the great cameo that we would, that, that we all want. But uh, you're right though. The, the, the way I like that torture. And I know, I think, yeah, you know, I think uh, I overheard another show I was watching it today. They were talking about Siv and you know, I guess the character is, you know, I guess they, you know, they did you know, tie the, mythos from norse mythology uh with loki you know actually clipping her hair mm-hmm. and uh and, and using that as a moment but also the, the the thing that really stands out to me was with that beyond the the repetitive you know and the variations of you know the predestined he's going to get slapped and kneed in the groin was ultimately mobius knew that this was the way to show uh Loki, that he was terrified of being alone. Yeah, yeah. And and then once that had once that happened, and 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 I, and I think that's where their relationship was. I think that's you know it's these like moments that show the depth of their relationship, not necessarily what is said, but the actions that have been taken yeah. by the two characters. And and so him doing that was like okay. And then, but but also, Loki's definitely made an impression with the jet ski and the, the discussions that they had. And he was like, you know, maybe there is something here with this with this variant thing. And you know, and then we see that when when uh, Mobius is with Ravona when there's you know signing when they're, they're closing out the file to you know sign their death warrant. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and, and they kept continuing to question Ravona, like, "What's going on? And why, you know, why are you being so cagey about C twenty and what happened to her?" And and then, of course, you know, we we know he's you know he, he swaps her tent pad and uh, you know see the real thing that you know C twenty is actually you know it's like it's real, it's real. She you know she she rec- you know because of the, the enchantment that Sylvie gave her, she recognized you know she know now knows that. Um. We, um, they're all variants, they're all variants, that's, and, like, that's and, and the, yeah, and that's the, the one thing about that whole sequence. Mm-hmm. I don't think we needed to see him watch the video because 
because they had simultaneously um, that beautiful moment between Sylvie and I think B19 or um, where where she she says, show me. And I was so happy. And damn, that was a powerful moment because Mm -hmm. instantly you realize what is happening is as these individuals with the TVA are recognizing what was taken from them and that disillusionment that before they were the heroes, they were Mm -hmm. fighting to protect something um, they believed in. And suddenly it was all a lie. And I think that is such a powerful concept, especially when we're dealing with the character, the God of Mischief, just because everything is about illusions and making people feel like they are like Loki tells himself, like, I'm the good guy. I'm I'm I should be victorious. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take what I want um, because nobody's going to give it to me. And Mm -hmm. and so it's. Like they twisted that with the TVA and all of these variants, which was very, very cool and very powerful, yeah. um, because then we we kind we kind of knew um, going into this that very quickly there were the TVA was a bit t- too good to be yeah. true, mm-hmm. and and so and and I like the twist on the whole man behind the curtain or yeah. the mm-hmm. behind the curtain. Um, and, and then to go back to Ramona, I think Ramona stole this episode for me. Yeah. I mean, I love Owen Wilson. Don't get mm. me wrong. But the, from the scene where she, Sylvie gets away in that look on her face to the scene where she's just so damn cold with that one line. I don't remember what you did. Yeah. I don't remember. Like to me, it was nothing. Yeah. Um, the only bad thing is you got away and mm-hmm. we, we have you now like, like the, she just kept getting And then they, they, I do think it was a right move to insert that, that the reminder of how close she was with Mobius. Yeah. Because that makes the rest of the events that much more painful. Oh yeah. So, but, but then again, the one there is the flaw of with and we talked about this before when you start doing things with time and these MacGuffins and these tricks the stakes get less because mm-hmm. y- you just you're like oh well he'll be back <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you, you're right i mean with with the uh, with you know because I I, I I i literally I, I kid you i gasped whenever uh Mobius was pruned i was just like i was like what i mean i didn't gasp i cursed i was like how dare you kill owen wilson <laughs> I was, like, I was like, holy fuck. Too soon. Too I was like, soon. got rid of Owen Wilson. <laughs> I was just like, I, I think I, I gasped. And then I was like, I, that was my second thought was, fuck, Owen Wilson's gone. What's I was thinking, we're not going to have any more with him. <laughs> like episode three. Uh, because, uh, yeah, that, the, yeah, but, you're, but, but that was one of those moments because when Loki got pruned, then, and then, I was just like, hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just like, that's the main character of the show. 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, so I knew, I was like, that. It, it, so when it got pruned, I was just like, yeah, okay, I know he's not going. And this is before I, I, you know, got to the mid credit scene and whatnot. But I was like, yeah, you know, we, there's more to this pruning. And I guess, you know, I've heard various, you know, there's various theories like the pruning is, um, you know, you just get sent to another part of the, you know, multiverse or, um, I know one one theory I thought about was with Mobius, you know, especially after the mid credit scene is, uh, you know, I think you know going back to the source material, Mobius was basically a bunch of clones who who ran the TVA. Mm-hmm. So so with um, so so I'm thinking, well, you know, we'll 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 probably we won't get this Mobius. We'll probably get another Mobius show up, um, and you know, we'll see how how when Loki interacts with, with that new Mobius, you know, how things will maybe be different this time. Uh, because, uh, and, you know, and maybe, maybe Mobius is, you know, is the, the vessel that Kang is using. Um, and, 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 and maybe the whole TVA is, you know, part of the quantum realm, you know, bringing in the, you know, since I think Kang is going to first show up in the next Ant-Man film. So, um, no, Kang Kang wouldn't like jet skis. I just don't see a jet ski with Kang. Okay. <laughs> true, I just true, don't true. see Kang yeah. Yeah, dreaming so, about being on a jet ski well, one maybe, day. I don't know. Yeah, so maybe maybe Kang is just masquerading as Miss Minutes. <laughs> you know, we uh, we didn't we haven't seen Miss Minutes in a bit. She must be up to something. Yeah. But but yeah. yeah, you know, I keep I keep thinking especially with due to the mid credit scene if Mobius is a Loki variant, because then we have basically watched a show where we're kind of watching Loki fall in love with Loki and being best friends with Loki. Loki. That, oh, uh, that, <laughs> that, that, that blows my mind, but that's like beautiful. I love that theory spiral there. And that, and why not? I mean, they're all variants and, you know, we've seen, we've seen, you know, because of Sylvie. Um, the most common variant is Loki. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, at the same time, it, it would be kind of getting to the point of ridiculousness because we're definitely going to meet the League of Lokis next <laughs> week. But, um, yeah, yeah. And, and I kind of want Mo- Mobius to kind of um, be that regular guy who... Yeah for whatever reason, shares the same humor as Loki. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I It's weird to me that this was the, like, midpoint of mm-hmm. the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm kind of grateful for it at the same time because we're, we've only just kind of begun and um, we're moving into a new direction for the second half of the season. And so... Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, despite the filler episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, okay. getting... Yeah. Yeah, Go ahead. they're making yeah. good pace. They are making good pace. And, you know, and I, I loved how they used Loki falling in love with Sylvie to be the the the, 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 the nexus event that basically allowed for them to, you know, get that divergence in the sacred timeline to find them. Right. Um uh, you know, so there, you know, so you know, so even though I think the third episode was cold in the sense that, um, you know, it, it didn't rub me the right the way that these other the other 
four episodes, other three episodes have, um, you know, the, with the, you know, learning in the second episode that, you know, Loki's hiding in an apocalyptic event and then using the, the fact that, uh, Loki is falling in love. And then of course we, uh, you know, we see, you know, we see that at the beginning of the episode and then we see it again when they're in the chamber with the fake timekeepers and, um, and, and that moment where Loki's seems he's about to kiss himself. <laughs> um, but, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, I think it's, it's, it's something reminds me of something Tom Hiddleston said whenever, uh, when, before the season premiered and that, you know, the Loki we saw in the films, you know, he, he went through a, 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 that we, we grew with that character and, you know, and by the time we got to end game, he was, uh, it, 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 he was, I guess, uh, I guess anti-hero, I guess for lack of a better term, uh, against Thanos. And, 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 and then, you know, we, when we first get this Loki, you know, we, we, we're just right after uh, the first Avengers movie. And so he's still that very narcissistic person, but we've also, but we've seen that this version of Loki grow throughout this series. And, and, you know, it's just been an enjoyable ride to see that. Um, even, even, even the third episode was a bit flat. Uh, and, you know, so I, I'm hoping that they stick to landing. Cause I know um, so far with a WandaVision and even Falcon and Winter Soldier, they've had kind of shaky land, you know, shaky finales. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, you know, I think that's just, I, mean, I think that's uh if there is a one part by, you know, one thing of the MCU, that's their one area they can sometimes either really do well or not so hot, but because and I think it's tricky for them because with these finales, yes, you're wrapping up a story that has already crafted its or made its way into this much larger tapestry. Mm-hmm. That that's another reason why it's really hard because you you want to close the you want to wrap it, but not too tight, mm-hmm. not too tight. And and we know we know these events. The, the movies are coming. Yeah. The movies are coming. And um, and so answer questions will be answered, but yeah. I, I completely agree. And, and I don't think that it's – I think it's almost harder for them because in, in your everyday non-MCU show, we always talk about finales, and it's like, oh, they – the, it it always comes down to that moment. You're like, what? This it just doesn't work, especially mm-hmm. with series finales. Yeah. And then on top of that, the MCU has kind of like doubled the odds against them because they are wrapping up a show, but at the same time, that story will continue elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because I mean, even within this episode this week, I mean, we we you know you get name drops of the the Kree, the Titans, and, and vampires. So you know, so I heard vampires. I was like, Blade, yes. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, that's funny. That I I think you're one of the few people who mentioned Blade, and then I heard a bunch of people talk about Morbius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, but, but Mobius, Mor- Morbius is in the Sony realm. So, I mean, well, you know, so, you know, it could, you know, it, either one works, but I, I think it's more, I think it's, you know, I think we're, we're that more tied to the phase five on with, with blade, with that name drop. 
Because you know, yeah, because Titan, you know, that that that's Thanos, the Kree. You know, we we saw the Kree in scroll, so we'll see that Secret Invasion, of course, Captain Marvel. So, uh, you know, I think it's just remaining in universe to the MCU, and and not not bleeding over into the whatever they call the Sony universe for Spider-Man and, and his offshoot characters. Yeah. Well, yeah. before we um, delve into the Spider-Verse, um, yeah. let's wrap it up because <laughs> yeah. we're, 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 that's it for Loki. Loki will be back next week. Yep. Um, will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yeah, you can. It's been great catching up this week on our, uh, on our, return from hiatus and you can share your thoughts with me at will and polk w-i-l-l-m-p-o-l-k on twitter um please don't share your thoughts with me at sj melmont sj b-e-l-m-o-n-t <laughs> because i'm hardly ever on twitter because everything would get spoiled for me yep. <laughs> um but occasionally i look um yep. please follow our crew on twitter at scene and nerd friend us on facebook false on instagram but most importantly rate follow comment on apple Podcasts, spotify youtube google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts good night geek out you're welcome Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.